I have a really close friend in the industry named Tracy. Whenever anyone talks about Tracy, they always mention how nice she is. Some even use the word lovely to describe her. I can just about guarantee that lovely is not a word anyone has ever used when describing me. A word people do use a lot when describing me, though, is funny. Welcome to episode 148 of the Shitworks podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, speaker, author, and networking coach. And today I am discussing how effective humor may be the key to helping female leaders wield greater social influence. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. There's a lot of different flavors of funny out there. Quick-witted, sarcastic, slapstick, deadpan. I think I really honed my comedic chops around the art of gallows humor. The kind of humor that arises in stressful, dark situations. Resorting to gallows humor allowed me some relief and emotional release during my somewhat traumatic and abusive childhood. Growing up, now even as a full-fledged adult, I've never thought that being funny and using humor effectively would make me a better business person and increase my social capital. But a recent article in Harvard Business Review is shedding light on how being funny can pay off more so for women than men. Historically, there's been a pervasive stereotype that women just aren't funny. We've been deterred from using humor, and most of the famous funny people we know are men. The stand-up comedians, the late-night hosts, game show hosts. Mostly, if not all, are men. There is also the perception that women can either have warmth or be competent. Here's what I mean by that. Studies have shown that female leaders who display warmth are perceived as less competent in their fields. And female leaders who display competence are seen as less warm. You just can't fucking win. Until now. Enter the latest studies that suggest that the effective use of humor offers an escape from this warmth competence catch-22. Let me explain. The three authors of the aforementioned Harvard Business Review article, I God, I hope I get their names right, Ella Mirinspector, Julia Baer, and Amuna Alayev, analyzed reactions to more than 2,400 TED and TEDx talks in which leaders from various fields presented to live and online audiences. And based on audience ratings, independent evaluations, and online view counts, it was determined that female speakers who used more humor were more popular and perceived as more influential and inspiring than both less funny women and comparatively funny men. Now, Three other contributing authors to this article, again, I hope I am pronouncing their names right, Lee Huang, Melanie Milovac, and Eric Hugay-Lu conducted a similar study, but in an entrepreneurial context, where they measured the investor interest 
judge responses, and independent evaluations for more than 200 startup pitches across five different pitch competitions. Their study found that female founder startup pitches that were rated by an individual evaluator as less humorous were less likely to win competitions and be perceived positively by investors and judges than their unfunny male counterparts. The study determined that funnier pitches were equally likely to win, regardless of gender. So, the general findings of the study is that humor can help women come across as both warm and competent, which will ultimately boost their influence and success. Now, you're thinking, okay, how can I incorporate humor into my next presentation or meeting or pitch? Well, Kathy Klotz guest, a comedian, marketing specialist, and author of Stop Boring Me, How to Create Kick-Ass Marketing X Content, Products, and Ideas Through the Power of Improv, has provided women tips, has provided some tips for women on how to incorporate humor effectively, how to inspire other people with their words and their stories. So here are three tips from her. One, own it. Kathy wants women to step up and own it. She says humor is an asset and an important indicator of emotional intelligence. Of course, humor needs context and timing. And if that's off, well, it doesn't work so well. So think about how and when you're going to use humor. Two, be yourself. Women should use their natural humor rather than adopting a style that isn't consistent with their voice. She says women are hilarious and they are relationship-oriented and far less likely to use put-down humor. So be yourself with your humor. And three, very importantly, avoid self-deprecating humor. Women are more likely to use self-deprecating humor and Kathy would advise women to not use it as their go-to. It's too easily misconstrued as lack of confidence when that's not the case. If you're, listen- <laughs> if you're listening to this episode and you're like, fucking great, now I need to be good at my job, have warmth, be confident, and be a fucking comedian in order to ha- get ahead, I give up. That's not what I'm saying. What I want to get across is that if humor is a part of your personality, if you are comfortable incorporating humor into your business, you 100% should be. It's a good thing. It's a useful tool. So if you have it, stop stifling it because you don't think it's professional or doesn't have a place in the office. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Now, on to the drink of the week, which, follow me here, which is... The green creme de mint frap. You're like, how does this go with the topic of funny women? Well, it was drunk by Barbara Streisand portraying Fanny Bryce in the 1964 Broadway musical Funny Girl. Fanny Bryce was an American comedian, creator, and star of a top-rated radio comedy series, The Baby Snooks Show, which first aired in September of 1944. Funny Girl, that Broadway musical I mentioned, is loosely based on the life of Fanny Bryce. So, the green creme de mint frappe. Here's what you're going to need. Super, super fucking easy. Two ounces of green creme de mint. And then shaved or heavily crushed ice. That's it. You're going to fill a flute or California cocktail glass with shaved ice. You can 
They say you can make shaved ice by either freezing a block and then shaving it with a grater, which sounds like an awful lot of work. Or you can get one of those ice bags, which I have, like an ice bag with a mallet, and you just smash the shit out of a bunch of ice cubes in, in that ice bag. Um, and then what you're going to do is you're going to smash, 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 and then you're going to fill that cup with that smashed ice and then drizzle the cream de menthe over the ice. And it says serve with a straw because, yeah, it's hard to drink like a frap with just ice with like without a straw. Okay. All right, friends. That's all for this week. I hope you liked this podcast. I really, really enjoyed writing this one. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. If you want more Julie Brown, you can find my book, This Shit Works, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Julie Brown BD. Just let me know where you found me when you reach out. I am Julie Brown underscore BD on Instagram, or you can just pop on over to my website, Julie Brown BD. Dot com. You should totally do that. You should pop on over to juliebrownbd.com, scroll down to the bottom and put in your name and your email address so that you can get on my newsletter because the newsletter is super, super fun. Okay, guys, until next week. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.